I could hear you. Are you good? Welcome, everyone, to our unorganized <laughs> show right now. Uh, welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show. I'm your co-host and producer, Ika Sahara. You can hear my dog, Ripley, in the background. Um, call in at 917-889-2693. And here's the one and only Laura Stinchfield, Pet Psychic. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't stop laughing through that. <laughs> what happened? Forgot, what was that? I forgot that you could hear me over the the theme song. Yeah. <laughs> um, for the listeners, so Oz Dog Ripley has been put in the crate for the for the radio show, and she's been barking, and she just says that she wants out. But but Luca and Stormy have been hearing her, and they don't understand what Luca doesn't understand. What did he say? He said, um, I can't see her. Why can't I see her? She's not to be seen or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's not to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so when the theme song was playing, Luca shouted out, oh, where are you, Ripley? Because he couldn't hear her anymore. <laughs> so that was what that part was. Our animals are just talking to each other over <laughs> the radio show. <laughs> Um, so sorry if uh, Ripley's making a noise right now, but um, she'll calm down in a second. Usually I'm able to, um, I usually do the show from my studio, which is in the back garage, but because we had the crazy windstorm last week and we weren't able to do the show, um, the trees fell on my roof, so I didn't want to really like hang out in there without it being checked first. Wow, so it is on the roof of your studio, so you haven't been hanging out in there? No, I mean, I go in there to do, like, laundry and stuff like that, but I haven't been in there just, I don't know. Working. Working and hanging out in there. Right. Wow. Yeah, so. Hey, do you want to ask Ripley what she thought of the windstorm? I mean, was she home when the the yeah, winds she, were going on? Yeah, she was home the whole time, and we didn't have power for a few days, so. And she yeah, just told us that she it was... What did she say? It was nighttime more of the day? <laughs> she said it was nighttime longer. <laughs> She's so smart. Okay, I'm going to ask Ripley what she thought of the windstorm. When it was windy, I thought maybe I would blow like a leaf. It pushed on my side. Was she? <laughs> did you take her out walking during it? No, but she did go outside when the lights went out at one point. We thought maybe a fuse blew because we weren't sure because half the lights were on. And so we went outside and everyone went outside and then debris was like flying everywhere because I think the winds reached up to 100 miles per hour. I know. That's what they said. I thought I was going to blow like a leaf. (laughs) She's a big dog, too. Yeah, she's like almost 60 pounds. (laughs) She said, I even thought your house and my house might hit each other. (laughs) That's cute. Wow, she thought the house was going to get picked up. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, it was crazy. And I'm I'm so sorry to all of our listeners that we couldn't make it last week. We tried our best. We did. I drove really fast to Laura's house, but didn't quite make it by noon. So we weren't able to do it. Mm. Um, I also wanted to talk about, I know, um, coming up soon is, uh, the, ho- the holidays and Christmas and whatnot. And a lot of people get Christmas trees. Um, what I, I've had pets where they kind of messed around on my Christmas tree. How do you deal with your animals, um, and like having a Christmas tree and safety and all that sort of stuff? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know if I'm the one to have the safety around the Christmas tree. No, I mean, like, I, with know, animals, I, like... I know, you know, even when my animals were young, like the cats and everything, mm-hmm. and the puppies, you know, they go for the dangling stuff at the bottom of the Christmas mm-hmm. tree. 
Right. I always just solve that problem by putting pet-friendly things at the bottom of the Christmas tree. Uh, like, see. I put the cat scratching post under the Christmas tree, and I put, like, a cat bed under the Christmas tree. Because they used to try and, like, hit the uh, ornaments and take the ornaments off. Everything towards the bottom was something that they could grab hold of, and and it would be okay. Not that they were allowed to do it, but... You know, I tried to keep it up high enough, but, like, I didn't put any of those um, wires down yeah. towards the bottom. Oh, that's a good idea. See, you have good ideas. <laughs> well, it was, I think maybe one time the Christmas tree almost fell over, and so it was just sort of like, oh, like, maybe we need to, like, make sure this is safe when we're not home. Right. Because, <laughs> yeah, I've had cats climb the trees, most likely trying to get to the ornaments. Right. So put um, something friendly yeah. they can bat at the bottom. Yeah. And then I've had my dogs um, pee on the Christmas tree. No, you haven't. Yes, Are I you have. Serious? Yeah. No, I've never had that. I've had dogs, like, all of a sudden they think there's a tree in the house, and it's like, that. okay. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, I think that it's important then to explain to them this yeah. Christmas tree is for us to enjoy. It's for us to look at. It's for us to smell. We can sit under it. We can hang out by it. But pee and poop only outside and play only with your toys. Right. And you know, the other put toys under under the Christmas tree, too, like their little basket so they can grab. Mm-hmm. If they go towards the Christmas tree, they'll end up heading towards their basket. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. I don't know what will be like for us. We have a plastic Christmas tree, so I don't know what what our Christmas tree situation will be like. It's Ripley's first Christmas, so we'll see. Oh, so neat. (laughs) The other thing is um, I had a dog once that could really smell like food and chocolates and things like that inside the wrapped boxes. Yeah. And one time I had a little um, poodle who went and ate an entire box of chocolates. And thankfully he was okay. But I know that's supposed to be really dangerous for dogs. So be careful to, to, if any, there's any food, to make sure to put that um, higher up or somewhere away from That's a good point, I. Mm -hmm. Very good point. And, you know, that tinsel, too. I keep tinsel out of the house. Mm. I don't use tinsel for the Christmas tree because that can yeah. wrap around their intestines. Oh, yeah, and that doesn't, like, um, biodegrade or anything like that. No, that's digested. really... Yeah. Yeah, so I never used anything like that. Mm. And good tips. Yeah. Cool. And no grapes and grapes and <laughs> raisins. No grapes and raisins if you're making ornaments out of grapes <laughs> or raisins. Or popcorn. Or popcorn. They'll (laughs) eat the popcorn garland. Um, Should we take some phone calls? Hey, yeah. Should I ask Stormy what Mm -hmm. he thinks about the Christmas tree? Oh, yeah, sure. Stormy, what do you think about the Christmas tree when you and Maya were young and wild? Remember when you guys were young and wild and we'd have a Christmas tree in the house? What made you, like, not knock the Christmas tree over? You said that one time I grabbed an ornament and I stamped my foot and I said, leave it. And then he thought he's never going <laughs> to grab an <laughs> ornament from the Christmas tree again. <laughs> so he just listened to you. <laughs> yeah. I think I was in my dog training stage where everything was dog training. <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's smart. Leave yeah. it. Leave, leave it alone. It. Let's just enjoy it right? by looking at it. <laughs> all right, let's take some phone calls. Um, so for all the listeners, uh, we just um, explain what your pet looks like and the name of your pet and one question you want to ask Laura about your pet or a concern or whatever it is. That and the when species. You get on, and the species, that's right. <laughs> species would be good to know. <laughs> So we're un- doing calls on screen. So let's take our first caller. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. 
Hi. Hi. You're on the air. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Dee. How are you? I'm doing great, Dee. Thanks for calling in. Oh, my pleasure. I've become somewhat obsessed with this show ever since I got turned on to it. So. Oh, I so love to hear that. <laughs> I'm calling about my little rescue. Um, it's, we're coming up on a year. He's a, she's a dog. Um, she's a poodle mix. She's all white with a really bad mommy haircut right now because I'm not Aww. very good at grooming. Um, How big is she? 12 pounds. Oh, okay. And what's her name? Her name is Lily. And what would you like to ask Lily? What color is Lily, she, did you say? I'm sorry? Did you say what white. color she is? Yeah, she's, oh, she's white. white. Okay. And um, Lily howls when I'm gone. I actually have to hire a babysitter um, oh. or take her someplace. And she seems to be getting better, but I need to know if there's something in particular or if she just doesn't like to be alone. Okay, and has she done that ever since you've had her? Mm-hmm, yes. And how old is she now? Um, probably anywhere from two to four. Oh, okay. And so you rescued her? Yeah, I got her from West L.A. last year. She called to me, and uh, I found her at West L.A., and she was found on the streets. And so oh, wow. she, we have no concept of what happened or uh, – and, you know, she's only got two issues, and that's one of them. So. Okay. And do you know, does she howl the whole entire time that you're gone? According to my neighbors, pretty much. And when you come home, is she panting? If I put her in the crate during the day, she's fine. It's at night um, that she has a hard time now. We've kind of worked our way into I can leave during the day, but at night I I can't leave her. Wow. Okay. That was interesting. So the question also to ask her is what's the difference between night and day? Why are you okay during Uh, the day and not at night? Right. And you leave a light on for her? I I leave a light on. I leave the TV on and – I, you know, I think she just needs to know that I'm going to come back, but I could okay. be wrong. Okay, hold on. Let me get Lily and see what Lily says. I don't like it when mom goes because I hear banging in my head. It bangs, 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 which is probably her howling. Hold on. Mom says she she mom tells me she's going to come home, but what if she slips? I'm going to ask her what that means. What if she slips and she doesn't come home? Then you have somebody right that would know that yes. you're something's yes. wrong and that would come for her. Mm-hmm. Tell her Aunt Carol is just across the way. She says she doesn't like the light coming through the side of the crate. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. The lights, the light for that room, even though the crate's kind of covered, the light for the room would come through like on the back side of the crate. Would it be like really bright in there or would it just be like lights in there? It's just the... light. It's it's not because uh, I have a, a shawl over the top. It's a wire crate. I have a shawl over the top of it. So really, the only way um, light would come oh. in is through the front. But at night, it would be through the back. Oh, so maybe she want maybe cover the back too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, well, I tell her you're gonna do that. And I'm going to tell her, too, to do those calming signals when you're gone. Remember those? The licking, yawning, mm-hmm. blinking your eyes. So tell her to do those. And that you will tell her how long you'll be gone. So, like, if okay. you're gone for an hour, just kind of feel that in your body or picture how long an hour is or you're going to be gone longer than that to picture that. Okay. She says she needs a little bit of treats in case she gets hungry. <laughs> Does she eat when she's like that nervous? No, no. but I, I'll put food in there. I think since we don't know what happened, um, I, 
she does that thing where you put food in the crate and then she doesn't eat it till you get back. Oh, right. I'm going to tell her she can eat it. Mm-hmm. But she likes them being there, which is good. Yeah, she loves her crate. I don't like TV on it. It's too much flashy. I think it's the light from the TV, too. Oh, that could be it. Maybe put on music instead. Okay. And when you put on music for all the listeners, you want to put on, like, the if you have the, um, the cable TV where you can put on the music, put on light classical, not regular ca- classical. Because if it's regular classical, sometimes it's so dramatic, it stresses them out more. Oh, that's a great idea. So it has to be, or like soundscapes or something like really mellow, yeah, I like listen to jazz. Or... All day, yeah. That's a great idea. Or the New Age Station. They have yeah, the like New that. Age Station. Yeah. There you go. Wait, hold on. She said, can you tell my mom I like my hair brushed back, not forward? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. She doesn't like the brush, period, but she's a poodle, and so sometimes you've got to get the the knots out. But, yes, that makes total sense. (laughs) I'm going to tell her you have to go sometimes at night and then Tell her I'm happy I'm, I have her and I don't want to lose her. She's oh. not going to, right? You're really going to no. be safe with her. No, she's 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 it. You know, well, well, when you leave the house next time, you want to tell her how long you'll be gone and then remind her. If you get nervous, lick and yawn and blink your eyes and think about other things. And What could you think about? And kind of maybe you could think about walking outside or maybe you could think about Aunt Carol or maybe you could think about and give her things that she could occupy her time with. Okay. And then do lick, yawn, blink your eyes if you get nervous. Eat your treats. Okay. And then when you're when you're gone, you can even think of her when you're gone and think about her and just say, "Oh, I'm in the store now buying cereal or whatever you're buying," and okay. and um, give her something like she'll just feel connected to you. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for calling and let us know how she does. Thank you. Thanks, Dee. Okay. Bye. Bye, Dee. It's a common one, but it's good that she's doing well during the day. Yeah, yeah. Really good. That's the start. We got that anxiety the... takes a long time to get better. Yeah. Claudia? Hi. Hi. Hi, Claudia. Hey, how are you, Laura? I'm doing great. This is, this is Claudia from Katona. <laughs> Yay. How are you? I thought I recognized your voice, too. Yeah. It's good to I'm... hear from you. How's yeah, the family? Everyone's good. Everyone's really good. We enjoyed a nice Thanksgiving, and we're looking forward to having my sisters coming out for Christmas. So we're looking oh, forward to that. Fun. Yeah. And I was giggling about the Christmas tree thing because Georgia, who we're going to talk to, uh, the first year she was here, she totally pulled the Christmas tree like, down. She clutched. <laughs> she did. And made it fall down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tiny little six-pound Georgia. And she's a kitty, know. right? She's the kitty. Yeah, she's a kitty. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so yeah. So we're doing but we're doing well. So Good. Anyway, I have a friend who's totally hooked on your show now too. My friend uh Jen with her little um mini doxy uh what I, she's a she's a mix that she's like um Emma was her name and she called in and she talked to you guys and that was really helpful for her. So Oh great. Yay, Yay pet psychic. <laughs> <laughs> so Claudia, who do you want to talk to today? Where I wanted to talk to Georgia, um, who is our black, all-black kitty. Well, she's black, but she has those little white hairs that sometimes black kitties have occasionally. And she now has two white whiskers that show up because um, she's 12. And um, I wanted to talk to her because we're really feeling the pull to add a dog to our family. Oh, wow. And, um, 
my my husband Bill, he just randomly started looking at dog breeds and investigating more about dogs like uh-huh. a few weeks ago. And I've always told him, I'm like, you know, George is 12, and I just want to, that would be really a big change for her um, mm-hmm. to have a dog added to our family. And we haven't ever had a dog together. Um, oh. The last dog I had was when I was growing up and my that we had at my parents' house in Katona. So, um so, yeah, so what do you so think, like, what kind of dog are you guys thinking of? Are you thinking of a puppy? Or are you thinking about an, a dog that's, that's like, two or three? Or I'm, defi- I'm definitely not wanting a puppy. Um, okay. I'm feeling more like, um, an, you know, an older dog that's been with this, uh, a family or it needs to be rehomed for whatever reason. Oh, nice. um, and I'm... I'm not averse to mixed breed dogs, but I'm really feeling um I'm really loving um Australian shepherds and corgis or mixes of those um, just <laughs> because so of cute. their family their you know family orientedness because we have yeah. two boys who are seven and five um and my older boy Mark is totally in love with corgis right now, <laughs> oh, they are so cute, and they're nice dogs, and they're good kid dogs too, same with yeah. Dogs. So, so, is so it, I wanted to ask Georgia, you know, like, to kind of get her thoughts and feelings about that. Um, and, okay, and is it you know, fair to say to Georgia that if you ended up bringing a, a dog home and they were really aggressive to her, that maybe then you might find another dog? Or, like, oh, you yeah. really want to find the right match for her and that you're going to make sure that the dog is cat-friendly before you bring him home? I mean, both those that dogs are herding fair, breeds, yeah. so there might be yeah. a little work to do on just getting them to know that each other are in the family and that it's not fun to chase each other, but that you're going to do your research on who's a friendly, cat-friendly dog. Yes, definitely, definitely. It needs to work for all of us, like the whole family, including Georgia. So. Okay, hold well, on, let me get Georgia. I actually have her picture up, too. She's so beautiful. Hold on. I like the idea of a smaller dog. A bigger dog could step on me. <laughs> well, corgis are shorter. The shorter. They talk, The kids talk to me all the time. Yeah. They're really good at talking to her. I feel like we all could be friends. Okay. Would they take the dog out and leave me at home sometimes? Yes. Yes. In fact, he'd probably, because we have a place at the coast, so the dog would probably come with us to the coast, and she'd be, she'd have the whole house to herself for, you know, a weekend. For a weekend, okay. especially during the summer. If I get a dog, I don't want to stare. I don't okay. like animals that stare at me. Mm. Okay, well we can say okay now if she if a if an animal stares at her, she should blink and look away because maybe that would soften their gaze. Um, mm-hmm. But also, you could stop the stare. Because mm-hmm. the stare might go into a pounce or something. Right. Is it going to be able to sleep on the beds? I do. That would be an issue. Probably not. We'd probably put, um, a, like, a bed on the floor next to the bed, maybe, in our room. Or maybe, you know, in the other room where the boys are. So, But not on the bed. I know that's her special place. Maybe we could get him lots of beds all over the house because he's going to be allowed on the couch. Maybe. She sounds like yeah. she actually likes the idea, doesn't she? Whoa, that's kind of, um, maybe we've been talking about it and picturing it enough that we kind of eased into it. Yeah, your, your family really gets along all with each other, so she can she can feel like, oh, okay, we could put this in the mix. Now, sometimes they're like that. And then when you bring the animal home, they're like, whoa. They like like yeah. the concept, but then once it became a reality, it was way more scary. Yeah. So 
you just want to make sure that when you bring the dog home that you have the dog on leash at first and you make sure that you give her their own her own space and yeah um like you could even let the kids hold the dog on the leash at first so that the dog starts to see what how the house works mm-hmm. already right okay is it going to have a litter box <laughs> no no it's going to go outside no. Yeah, I would go outside. Just like you go outside, Georgia. What are you talking about? You use a litter box sometimes and go outside sometimes. So I like the idea. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's nice. But I mean, we're we are definitely looking for like that right match and you know, I know that it's it might not be a quick process and it might not be a long process. So somewhere, I don't know, I'm open to it. So I just want to Yeah, and you'll find also. just the right dog if you guys are all thinking about what kind of dog you want. And yeah. the great thing with with a lot of these rescues is if it doesn't work out, you can bring the dog back and get a dog that is works best with the family. Mm-hmm. I'm really, if you're going to have a dog for 13, 15 years, you want one that really matches perfectly. Yeah, definitely. Although with some training, I mean, dogs that like a border collie or a corgi may may want a chaser at first, but you can work with that. Mm-hmm. But we can find other things to chase that are not Georgia. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, so you Claudia. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you too, Laura. Thanks. I. Thank yeah, you. Let bye. us know how it goes. I. W- <laughs> That's so cool. I can't wait to hear what happens. I know. It's so neat that she's game for it. I know. That's awesome. But like you you said, you know, sometimes it's it's a little stressful at first. Yeah, it's neat about her, too, because she's starting to sort of feel like she's one of the kids. Yeah, right. I kind of got a feeling from her, like she was feeling like she's a a kid instead of a cat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh I know I like the part where she's like oh yeah no we've talked about this already <laughs> like that sort of attitude like oh yeah <laughs> right we got um Tora on the line Tora uh, hi 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 Tora hi, how, how are you? you I'm doing good so I got a new addition to my family his name is Bear and he's a hamster and it was really weird because I don't like hamsters I feel like they're sometimes aggressive and they're kept in such small cases cages too oh. so like i walked in the pet store and i just had to have them like it was just such a draw it was unbelievable really and yeah so i'm wondering if he was like from a past life and he seems like he's like really good friends with my dog too now it's really weird he's friends with your dog yeah well my dog always goes over and they're kind of running back and forth together so i'm wondering if there's like anything over there too like it's this hamster is amazing. Like, I'm so, like, I love it instantly, you know? And so are they, is the hamster free with the dog, or is it in its pen? No, or in it's, a, yeah, it has, like, a three-story cage, and it, like, and they just, the cage is pretty, it's, like, taller than Toby by, like, a lot. Right. So they just kind of, like, Toby tries and licks them through the cage, and then he kind of, like, the hamster runs back and forth. And oh, my gosh, what does Toby up. look like? Uh, Toby is a Schnauzer, ter- or yeah, Schnauzer mix. I think it's oh. like Maltese. Oh, and and the hamster. What color is the hamster? He's black. He's a bear hamster out there, though. Yeah, he's got little white paws. He's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. What's his Sounds name? Like Stormy. So, um, okay. So, what do you? So, we want to ask the hamster. You want to ask the hamster? Um, like, how is he doing, and if he's had a past life with you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think sometimes they know that, and sometimes they don't know it. Because um, it's like us. Sometimes we remember our past lives, and sometimes we don't. But okay. And because since I talk directly to them rather than some higher power or higher mm-hmm. self, then um, – but we'll see. Let's see. Hold on. Okay. What's the hamster's name? Yeah. Um, I call him Bear. It's like – yeah, oh, I call him there. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> so cute. I'm a hamster that used to be an elephant. Oh. And she was an elephant with me. <laughs> wow. You like that's elephants? Awesome. Uh, I do feel like 
I, you know, I've never been up in close to elephants, but I'm not intimidated or anything by them. <laughs> I, I feel very mellow. Yeah, I do like elephants. That's funny. Huh. That is so funny. Her dog was my friend, too. I came back as a hamster because I didn't want to be big anymore. When I was in that cage, I was thinking, this is perfect to get snuggled. I have the best snuggling time with her. Is he good? To, is he a good snuggler? Yeah, he's he's really good about everything. He's so kind, like just smells you, likes to rub on you, just so in it, like that pure love kind of. It's the weirdest. I've never seen in an animal or a hamster. I mean, he says, "Do you know elephants? They have much bigger ears than hamsters." I'm <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The dog sort of wants to swallow me a little bit, but he'll learn. Is that true? Yeah, I think so. He he he's a playful guy, but he doesn't he doesn't mean to, but he still wants to put it in his mouth. Toby says he loves him because he reminds him of his toy. <laughs> it's a toy that actually moves, and his eyes blink. So cute. This is Toby. He has cute eyelashes. Aww. Uh, Toby says Toby says he wants his water. He wants to drink his water streaming. Do you know what that means? Yeah, I've actually been thinking about it. That's probably why. Oh. For all dogs. Oh, you've been thinking about getting him one of those, those, yeah, those uh, water bowls that like refilter because there's oh, so that he's just, saying that's what he wants. Yeah, probably he does. He loves fresh water. That's another big thing. Oh he's, yeah, I, he's very picky about his water. I also like treats in a circle. Do you know what those are? Um, yeah, we have cookies oh. that are shaped like circles or they're little circles. <laughs> Sorry, Toby. What else do you want to know about the hamster? You ask him um, I guess the he I put a coconut in it and I don't think he liked it. A coconut? Yeah, well they're supposed to go in the coconut and like make a little nest there and sleep in the coconut, but he won't go in the coconut. Oh. <laughs> He's like ignoring it. Okay, <laughs> let me tell him he can go in the coconut. <laughs> That's cute. I know it's so cute. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm disregarding the one question rule to talk to the hamster more. <laughs> uh, I think um, it's our first hamster on the show. I know it's very exciting. The coconut smells strong. I think it's been treated by something. That's coming from me, not him. No, it's okay. Um, maybe you should wash it. Yeah, soak it for a while. Or yeah, because it kind of smells like synthetic or something. Hmm. To him, probably something. Is there anything that he wants? I guess it's also scratchy. He says. Mm. I like soft. Yeah, he is a little soft little guy. I like pieces of cardboard too. That's interesting. Maybe they had like a cardboard litter or something. It looks like banana or something, things to chew on. Okay. She says your hair is so pretty when you come out of the shower. (laughs) Toby? No, that's the hamster. No way. That's what he said. <laughs> that was funny. Did he know he was coming to me? 
Yeah, he said he knew he was coming to you because he said, like, I picture him waiting in his cage, like, waiting for you. Like, and looking out of it. Like, when is she coming? But totally non-stressed at all. Like, hmm. Yeah. It was so instant. It was unbelievable. That is so <laughs> neat. I so love it. That's so yeah. interesting about being an elephant. I mean, who would come back as a hamster from an elephant? <laughs> or have a you human, been... for that matter. Why would I want to be a human? <laughs> After an elephant? I don't know. <laughs> elephant lives are, can be hard. Yeah. Maybe you wanted a break. <laughs> That's tough. Well, thanks for wow. your call, Tora. That's awesome. We got to talk yeah. to a hamster. Thanks for awesome. calling in. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. bye. That's so cool. Our first hamster bear. I know. See, those are some of the times where I'm like, really? Come on. Like, I'm really talking to the hamster and it's telling me it was an element. <laughs> what do you like, mean? Like, what uh, do you, do you even? Well, I mean, it's just like those are the times where I'm like, oh my God, if somebody just tuned in, they're going to be like, yeah, right. Cuckoo. Like, <laughs> Like, you crazy. I know. Like, really? Really? Did I really hear that? I did, though. I really did. We have time for one quick phone call. So I haven't screened calls. So let's let's try and keep it to one question. So whoever gets this, let's see. Uh, Hold on. Hi, you're on the air. Quick question. Ask Laura. Hello? Hi. (laughs) Oh, okay. Was it for you? It was for me. It's um, you. Okay, we have currently one, two, three, four, five of the eleven kitties up on the bed because it's turned very cold here. And recently, the one that has been feral all her life has decided she finally wants to be close. Oh, that's nice. Well, it's wonderful because I've been working on her for twelve years, mm. but. The problem is she has a lot of big mats down her spine near the base of the oh. tail, and I they're way too big for me to handle. I even had my vet and his assistant come out um, last Thursday and, you know, try to deal with the ones that I just can't catch by myself to vaccinate and so forth. And, that, and she was the one I really wanted him to get, help me cap, capture and take up there and, you know, kindly and gently work on these big mats. And uh, none of all three of us together could not catch her. Oh, you couldn't catch her? Couldn't even catch her. Now, can you pat her now? Oh, yeah. She's right here. She's lying on my on my. Oh, leg. you can pat her. And can you just take scissors and cut them? No. No. They, they are so bad that when I even touch the top fur of, of her mat with my finger or oh, course, with it the blade, it's... Pulls on her skin so badly that she just freaks and, and jumps, and I don't blame her. And I couldn't do yeah, it safely. Yeah, right. So, um, so I can get her up to about her middle, and anything from that lower, she gets oh. very nervous and then runs away. But she does come back. It's just that she doesn't. She and is there handle. anyone else I can pet her? Or are you the only one? Oh no, she's great with the other animals. She just is human scared to death. Because I think what you're going to have to do is wrap her in a towel and hold her claws and just hold her while somebody shaves that rear end. Well, they'll do that up at the vet, but when it took a vet, an assistant, and me in my own home, and none of us could capture her. Yeah, I think you have to capture her beforehand. No, they were here in my house. Right, but I mean, I think you have to contain her before they get there. So... Um, well, that's a problem because there's really nowhere well, to. I'm going to tell her what it has to happen that she's that she's oh, sore yeah. there. We've had that and conversation that, for weeks uh, when I first discovered that she had it. Okay, uh, so one of the things you want to think about when you talk to the animals and when you say that they need to get, um, like, they have to. Um, the maps need to come out. You want to make sure that you talk in the positive, and this is for everyone, the talk in the positive. Mm-hmm. Or like Some people say things like, the vet is going to come over, don't be nope. scared, we're not going to hurt you. And yeah, now the no, she knows that, him, and actually oh. when we do once in a while get her up to the vet, kind of on a yeah. loop, like, like she gets into a carrier kind of by accident, and so I just close the door on her, yeah. um, that's when she gets vaccinated. Otherwise, she kind of goes for several so, years. So what's your question? 
how do I get her to finally allow me to pick her up without freaking out so that I can place her in a carrier safely and get her the help she needs? Okay, we, so we're going to ask her. We're going to tell her what needs to happen. Yes. So and, back and to And trust back me to, that I love her. I've always loved her and will always love her. Okay, okay. we don't do have anything. too much time. We don't have too much time, so I don't mean to cut you off, but we don't have too much time, so we have to do this quick. Okay, so um, what, what does she look like? She is a gray, medium light-haired tabby. She has on her collar and a tag. Okay. Um, okay, that's good. So just just once again, so the problem with saying things like, I'm going to take you to the vet, don't be scared, he's not going to hurt you, is that you picture in your mind things like them being scared and them getting hurt. So you want to always talk in the positive. So mm-hmm. we're going to go to the vet. You can be brave. You can be confident. He's going to make you feel better. Right. So that creates a whole different picture in your mind, whether you're conscious of it or not, and also a different feeling in your body, whether you're conscious of it or not. Well, yeah. no, the more you can be conscious of it, the better. And that's for all the listeners out there. Yeah. So um, let me get her and tell her. Um, okay, hold on. When they grab me, they hurt my hips. My hips are really sore. Oh. I have pain all the way down my leg. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell her that, that um, and I can tell all of you and, and her at the same time, is that that you have to be brave and that you're going to have to go into a carrier. You're going to have to let mom put you in a carrier and lick and yawn and blink your eyes and know that you are safe and that you are loved and that we are going to help you. And you're going to go for a car ride. When you get to the car ride, you're going to go to the vet, and then they're going to take you out and they're going to hold you, and they're going to shave your hind end, and that's going to release your, your skin so that you feel so much better. You're going to feel so much more relaxed. Then you're going to go back in the carrier, and you're going to go back home. And you need to lick and yawn and blink your eyes, and they're going to tell you everything that they're doing every step of the way, and you're going to feel better, so much better. And we're so proud of you that you have trusted mom so much to come into the house and have been integrated with the other cats. You've been so brave. We're so proud of you. Now, this is going to help you so much more. And you have to imagine in the future that your life can be even better than it is now and that your body can feel even better than it does now. And you're just going to keep on getting better and better and better. You are safe and loved and well taken care of. And this is what happens when your hair gets matted. You've got to shave it off and then you'll feel better. She says, I make it sound so easy. (laughs) (laughs) So you just want to keep reminding her those things. And then for all of you that have situations like this one, is like just when you're being quiet or when you're falling asleep or when you're waking up, you just, in your mind, you want to picture everything going smoothly. Her licking, her yawning, her getting in her carrier, her going in the car, everyone's being safe. And then getting out and everything, everyone's being calm while, while it gets shaved off. And what happens is people will say, they'll talk to their pet, and they'll tell their pet just what I said, and then the thought, after the thought, which they're not conscious of, goes immediately to, oh, my God, what if she goes crazy? Oh, my God, what if she scratches me? What if she does this? And then your pet picks that up. So you have to really, really force yourself to watch every single thought around your animal. Or even when you think about your animal and you're not even there with present with them, that every single thought is a positive one and a safe one because you don't want them to pick up the other ones. They're like people. They'll run with the negative. Okay, good luck, and let us know how it goes. Well, she did um, turn around and look at me while you were talking to her like, Where'd that come from? <laughs> good, good. Good luck. I hope funny look. She was first grooming herself, 
And then when you first started to talk to her, she her face was away from me, and her head lifted up like, huh? Aww. <laughs> Thank you so Whoa, much. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling in. Keep us posted. All right, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. So we got um, Blake on the line from rescuepet.com. Blake? Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Blake? Good. It's good to have you on. Thank you. Yes, um, uh, we we did have a little confusion on the the dot net org com thing. So oh yeah, n- no worries about that. We got it all straightened out. I just thought you you needed to know that, but we're yeah, good. Yeah, no, actually, we do own both dot com and dot org. Yeah, good. Good. So, so Blake, tell us what what um, tell us a little bit about what you've done. You've done this amazing thing, and so why don't you share with us the story? Okay. Well, during the Northridge earthquake, um, my previous background was that I had been a deputy sheriff and an EMT. And um, during then, after the earthquake, I was treating a lot of my neighbors and. Uh, you know, for injuries, and some of them had their pets, and the pets were injured. And so I, this friend of mine said to me, you know, somebody ought to make up an emergency kit for pets. And I thought, you know, that's really a pretty good idea. So I decided to go and do that. And I had a very good friend of mine who was a veterinarian, and I got together with her, and we sat down and kind of talked over, you know, what should be in them. And she and I formatted the the first aid book that also comes with the kits. And uh, I started, you know, thinking, gee, this would be a good way to raise funds for our dog rescue. Oh. So um, that's that's really how it was all born. That is so neat. And so tell us, how do we, like, where do we get the, because this is such a great gift for the holidays. Like, I so want to get one. Yeah, they really really are um, great gifts for holidays, birthdays. And another thing is when when people move into a new house, they're a great housewarming gift. Oh, right. Right. And so where do we, where do we pick up one of these? Uh, the only place you can get them is online. We only sell them online. We have, even though they seem like they're expensive, we really only have a 10% markup on them. So okay. we can't afford to try to sell them through wholesalers. Right. So how much are they, and what's what's the website online? Okay, well, we have three different size kits. We have a fanny pack kit, which is really great for people that like to go hiking with their oh. animals or people that go horseback riding and take their dogs with them. Uh, They're great to keep in your car in case you come across a dog that's been hit by a car or something. And we have a duffel bag kit, Um, and it's it's like the in-between. We also have a, a large fanny pack kit. Uh, the the fanny pack kits are 95, the duffels are 85, and the um, fanny packs are 45. Oh, my gosh, that is so reasonable. Yeah, and we have over $200 worth of uh, items in them if you were to go out and try to buy them retail. Wow, and so you, you said um, in case you take your dog hiking, but it's good for cats as well, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. We make um, The kits are identical except with the cat. Kits, we do not put leashes in them for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, and but we do have a a book that's specific to dogs and one that's specific to cats. Oh wow, that's great! And so, remind us again what your website is. It's www. dot rescuepet r e s q p e t. dot org. We are a non-profit dog rescue. And so now that leads into talking about the animal on the show today that you have. Yes. And so tell us about Bobby. Poor Bobby. Bobby is a dog that we rescued from the divorce shelter. And uh, we didn't know it until we got her two days, you know, two days later into the vet. 
that she had a fractured femur. And we took her to one veterinarian, and he did surgery on her. And while she was recuperating, she went to stay with a friend of mine in San Diego. And about three days into the stay, the the dog started screaming in pain, which you and I had talked about. And she wound up going to another specialist down there, and they had to completely redo her surgery. Oh, my God. And she was healing from that, and then we just got a call yesterday that said she needs bone marrow infusion because the bone isn't totally knit. And I'm real concerned about how she's dealing with all this and how's her pain level and does she really understand that we are, you know, trying to to help her, to heal her. And she's a black chow, right? Right. And, And she's up, does she need a home still? Yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So any chow lovers out there? Yeah, she's on our Pet Finder website. Do you want to give the website for that? It's it's just www.petfinder.com, and you just go uh, look. You can look it up under Rescue Pet or under the zip code nine one three zero seven. Okay. Okay. So she's I'm a gonna really get... sweet dog. She she loves everybody and everything. Right now she's. With my friend still in San Diego, and she's got six other dogs. So she says she feels a lot of love. It was it her right leg? Um, now you got me. I believe, yeah, right rear leg. <laughs> because she said that it um it hurts a little bit on her hip and down her spine and then up to her neck. Wow. Hmm. But that could be from the stress of overcompensating her body, you know? Well, you know, the poor thing's been dealing with this for four months, almost five months now. When I turn my neck, my neck bothers me. My leg feels like it throbs. But I get some medicine that makes my leg feel better and my head a little cloudy. Is she on painkillers? Uh, she is today. She hasn't been in over a month, but today oh. she is because she's oh. having surgery. She does get physical therapy, too. Oh. She says, I feel really blessed that I have this home. I feel like I'm really loved. Yeah, she is. I like my belly shaped. Is her belly shaped now? Uh, It was, but not not now, now. Oh, she wants it shaped. <laughs> it was shaved for the, the summertime they shaved it. Okay, and we'll ask her what kind of home she wants and sure. if she wants only one dog or lots of other dogs? Okay. Right. I want a home with lots of dogs. Yeah, because, you know, where she's at now, her foster mom really loves her. And she said to me, you know, I'd like to keep her, but I feel that it's not fair to her that she should be in a home where she gets all the attention. You know what? She can keep me. <laughs> she has a lot of love for me. Yep, she does. Can you tell Blake I heard about her rescue kits? <clears throat> oh. <laughs> and I, I think that I could have helped to her me. foster mom, so she should have oh. seen it firsthand. I think that would have been really helpful for me. I think those rescue kits are important for people who love animals. Yeah, we think so, too. Because it helps you help animals. And I've met a lot of people that want to help me. So a lot of people need those. And the cool thing is it explains how to use everything. And then you're not guessing. 
It would be really great. God, she's good, huh? Yeah, she is. Let's get her on the sales team. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do a commercial with her. Yeah. You know, sadly, I had a friend of mine call me last night, and she had come across a dog that was hit by a car, and she would call me, and she was crying desperately, and she said, what do I do, what do I do? And I said, God, if you had one of the kits, I could help you, but... You know, she oh. didn't. So I said, you just got to go to the closest emergency hospital. Wow. Maybe Bobby picked up on that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I want to tell Blake thank you for caring about me. Well, she's and a thanks good... for the woman that takes care of me, too. Yeah, she's a good girl, Bobby is. So many nice people. So... Okay, so tell us again um, where we can find your emergency kits. Okay, it's at www.rescuepet, R-E-S-Q, P as in Peter, E-T, dot org. Great, and we're, and can we see Bobby on that website too? You know, I don't think Bobby's on that website, but she is on the Pet Finder website. Um, I've right. got a couple of pictures of my dogs on that on our website, but right. uh, and, a, one, and one of our adopted dogs. Great, and you can all find that information on my blog, which is thepetpsychic.com, um, and then go to the blog tab, and you will see um, all of Blake's information for rescuepet.com dot com or dot org and uh Bobby's information as well. Thank you so Blake. much for calling. Yeah, okay. Blake, thanks so much for joining okay, us. Laura, today. As always it's a pleasure talking with you. Yeah, and thanks for all you do for the animals. It's really special what you've done. You too, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Blake. Okay, bye bye. Bye. I really think everybody should have one of those. That's the coolest thing. I, I know. have no idea. It's like so awesome i'm definitely gonna get one because i'm already a collector of you know emergency (laughs) kits so this is just to add to that (laughs) and 45 to 95 dollars is cheap i know think about it to have all that stuff in case there's an emergency it's like your animals are your children yeah i mean 45 to 95 dollars to save an animal's life is not that much (laughs) no so um we only have a couple minutes left so Let's talk to Storm King for his words of wisdom. Stormy, oh my, I disappeared. Oh, there he is. Stormy, honey, have you been thinking? What's your words of wisdom? Everyone should take a walk outside and breathe. What else? You know, Mom, we don't have one of those rescue pet emergency kits. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to order one, Stormy. I'll order two, one for doggies and one for kitties. He said, can I ask you a question? Can you ask that Blake lady, how does she know about everything? She has a background in, in helping humans, and so she figured out how to help animals, too, in emergencies. Tell her thanks for saving lives. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thanks, Blake. <laughs> yeah, isn't it amazing how how the animals all think that is like the coolest idea? Yeah. You know, it's like so like that dog and Stormy. They're all like, "Hey," <laughs> you know. Yeah, I've we never need heard that. Of... <laughs> it's it's so true. It's it, they definitely need it, and I don't know why I've never even thought of that. It's like, of course, we need that. Right. Um, So we're running out of time, but next week we're on on Thursday, our regular time, at 12 p.m. So join us next week on Thursday, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday. So thank you all for joining us uh, at the Pet Psychic Radio. And you can always email us at PetPsychicRadio at gmail.com. That's PetPsychicRadio at gmail.com. Find Laura at thepetpsychic.com. 